Now, the birth of Jesus the Messiah took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been engaged to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found to be with a child from the Holy Spirit. Her husband Joseph, being a righteous man and unwilling to expose her to public disgrace, planned to dismiss her quietly. But just when he had resolved to do this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what had been spoken by the Lord through the prophet. Look, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph awoke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took her as his wife, but had no marital relations with her until she had born a son, and he named him Jesus. Well, once again, good morning. Welcome to Advent... I'm not going to put my notebook up there. This is a tripping hazard. Um, (laughs) Welcome to Advent 4. It is wonderful to be here with all of you. Um, This Advent, we've been looking at at a series called Embodiment and thinking about bodies and how these... Um, how our bodies feel and what, uh, yeah, and how we feel in them. Um, Julie has been leading us through these practices where we have been able to breathe and really feel what these four weeks have felt like for us, whether it has been full of hope and joy and peace and love, or if we have found ourselves lacking in those things and naming it and surrounding it with love and with God's presence. And um, these last couple weeks we've been talking about how hope and peace and joy are in our lives and in our bodies and in the world. And today we get to talk about what love feels like, what love looks like in our world, what, how love sits in our bodies, what it makes our bodies do, all of those uh, good things about love. I, keep, I was thinking about um, love a lot this week and the way that it can transform who we are and can tra- and help us transform the world around us. Love is this incredibly powerful force that comes to us from God that continues to challenge us, that continues to help us grow and um, live in this world and know that we can be confident in who we are and who God created us to be. And I was thinking about um, love and I found this video from a place called Soul Pancake. Soul Pancake, um, I think we've seen some videos from it before, but it's a company actually started by Rain Wilson, who is Dwight on The Office, um, which is always very fun for me. Um, And he started a company where he wanted to talk about religion and spirituality in a way that wasn't, in his words, airy-fairy or hippy-dippy. Um, he wanted to have real conversations about what faith and spirituality look like. He wanted to dig into those deep conversations, like the ones that you have around bonfires or late at night in, like, in a circle with your friends where you're wondering about those big questions of the universe. He wanted to have that in a broader discussion. He wanted more people to engage in that. And so Soul Pancake started. He, um, and in various forms, he uh, continued to ask these big questions. And one of them... Um, is this video that I wanted to show you where they challenge people to uh, write in or send in a video of what they think love is. And so I thought we could all learn from the collective of our wisdom and see what love really is.
The lens I see love through is the fact that I'm awake at 4 a.m. with Skype brain on my computer, waiting for the Marine I married, who I have not seen in 10 months, to get online. I'm being perfectly happy with this. This is what love looks like. Penelope, will you say, I love durian? Despite a common misconception, true love exists. It's real. I've seen it in the eyes of my parents my entire life. I've seen it in the eyes of a single mother whom I work with when she talks about her five-year-old daughter and how she's having to work overtime just to pay for her school supplies. I've seen it in the eyes of my best friend when he told me that he used to not have many friends until we met. And then I felt it in my tears as I thanked him for ever being weird enough to come and talk to the new kid at camp. And when I remembered all the wonderful times that we spent together. I've seen it in the eyes of my AP physics teacher when he tells us the same silly story each year about how he met his wife at West Point. I've seen it in the eyes of my grandmother when she tells us how she met my grandfather on a blind date and how they were just supposed to have a summer fling. The most powerful force in the universe is in gravity, hurricane winds, time, or even the strong nuclear force. But rather, it's love. I was waiting for that. So I was watching this video and thinking about what love looks like. And I love that video because it shows all these different ways. It's those things that we think of typically maybe as love. And then it's those things like being on a motorcycle with someone or um, dancing or being on the beach and just taking in the scenery around you. Love takes on so many forms and is so powerful and so, um, and so pervasive in this world, and we can miss it sometimes. So I want you to take a moment and think about what love looks like to you. What does love feel like? And you can close your eyes if you want. You don't have to, but you can. And picture the person that you love most in this world or the living being that you love most in this world or the place that you love most in this world, or the thing you love doing most in this world. What does, even just thinking about it, but thinking about that person or place or being or activity, just remembering it, what does it feel like in your body? And what does it feel like in your body when you are actually experiencing that? When you get to be in the presence of your loved one. When you get to be doing the thing that you love most in this world. When you get to be in that place that brings you just peace and serenity and joy. It's an incredible feeling. For me, I, um, I made a list and I thought about the different ways that I have seen um, love embodied in this world, where you can tell like someone is feeling love because of the way that they are moving. And I thought of a couple of examples. One, um, I promise this will be one of the last times I talk about her, but I got a dog. And 
she has been wonderful and a joy to me. And I have realized that, like, the love that I have for my dog looks and feels like me getting really small and being like, she is so cute, you guys. Like, I can't even handle it. Like, I just, I want to curl up in a ball. Um, and my voice gets very high. And oftentimes, I don't even make sense. Like, words aren't working anymore. It's just like, you know? It's that feeling of, like, she's so adorable, and then she comes up and gives kisses, and it's, like, cute, and then it's gross, and, you know, there's that kind of love, like, the, like, crunching up love. And then this weekend, I was at a Christmas party, and I um, had seen, I got to see some relatives I haven't seen for a year, and I got to, like, have that, like, open love, where you, like, go in for the big hug, you know what I mean? Like, the one that lasts a little too long, probably. Like that, like just the expansion of my body to wrap so closely around someone else. And feeling that warmth of the other person and understanding like the beauty of that moment and the love in that moment that we got to share. I thought about that. And then this weekend I had the um, privilege and honor to go to uh, Handel's Messiah, which I have never been to before. and it was awesome. It was very beautiful and incredible, and incredible to think about the way that that music has lasted over these, like, hundreds of years. And there is this first violinist who is, sit- who is seated right on the end of the row, and every single note that she played, her body moved with. Like, she was constantly swaying or moving with the music. You could tell the volume of her violin because of how close or how big she got during it. She was moving constantly. I thought it was very distracting for the other people around her, probably. But you could tell how into it she was, how incredibly um, enfolded and absorbed by the music and how much she loved what she was doing, how much she cared for every single note that she was playing and every single thing that she was doing and the way that the music just moved through her, you could tell was just pure love. And then, um, also this weekend, I got to take a walk around one of the lakes in Minneapolis and I was doing so and it w- as the sun was almost setting um, on the solstice, which was fun. And I was walking around, and I got to a point of the lake where across from it, I could see the Minneapolis skyline. And I had one of those moments, I don't know if you've had one of these, where like I just stopped and just went, <sighs> you ever had that? Yeah. Where suddenly like everything else just kind of melted away, and everything else didn't matter anymore. And it was just me in this moment getting to see the skyline against a sunset on this wintry day where the ice had covered over the lake so people were walking with their dogs on it, which was very fun to see. And just having a moment where I realized like the beauty of this world and the wonder of it and felt that love for that place and for this time in my body. And then I also got to see things like my nephew on my brother's shoulders as my, as my brother like pretended to be a horse and run around the house. I got to see the moment of love when my brother got a little too high on the ceiling and my nephew bumped his head and my brother said, are you okay? And then my nephew thankfully was. Um, I got to see the way that kids who uh, received gifts said thank you to, to the people who had given them and repeated it many, many times for something that didn't cost very much. Um, I got to see the way that parents enveloped their kids when their kids were upset about something. There is love everywhere in this world. So now, 
Since I have given you many examples and we have seen and felt what love is, I want you guys to turn to someone near you for the next like two minutes and talk about one thing that you, the thing that you thought about when I asked you what love is. The person, the place, the living being, and how that feels in your body. Are you ready? Go. So I'm not going to make you guys share with the big group um, what, you, what you love or who you love, what you love doing, where your favorite place to be in the world is, what inspires you to love. But I want you to hold that through this uh, Christmas season, through this busyness of the parties, through the busyness of um, wrapping presents and baking things and all of that madness of the, um, way, <laughs> of the strange family dynamics that can sometimes happen in our lives. Hold on to that thing, that person, that activity, that place that you love in this world. Because sometimes <clears throat> there, are many, there are many forms of love with family and relationships, with appreciation for things. And there are many um, ways that love can look like. Sometimes love looks like that big embracing hug. Sometimes love looks like spending time with one another. Sometimes love looks like sacrifice sweet, precious sleep so you can wake up with your family on Christmas morning and open presents. Um, sometimes love looks like unexpected things. Sometimes love is, is more difficult, and love looks like letting go of something or someone. Sometimes love means setting boundaries. Sometimes love looks like placing rules on things. Sometimes love is just incredibly joyful and expansive and wonderful. And all these forms of love are real and important and powerful forces in our world. And it makes me think about the, um, the reading that we had this morning. So this morning's reading was from the beginning of Matthew, and it's telling the story of the birth of Jesus. And in it, um, Joseph, uh, Jesus' stepdad, I guess we're going to go with, um, he, uh, he receives word that Mary is pregnant. And Joseph decides to quietly dismiss her. This is his plan. And I think that often seems really harsh. But in the text, he talks about how he doesn't want to disgrace her. He doesn't want her to be um, socially shamed and honestly put in very an incredible danger for being pregnant outside of wedlock. And so he decides that that is the most loving thing that he can do. And instead, what he hears from an angel is that he is to marry, to not be afraid to marry Mary, and that he will be um, helping to raise the child of God, that he will be a presence in God's growing up years, that he gets to love the very being of God as he continues to age and learn and figure things out. And that's an incredible form of love. To not only raise this child, but to be part of his life and his um, growing up and learning. Joseph gets to show love not by, but not by going through the social norms and not by being what he thinks should happen, but instead taking the strange, loving risk and incredible trust he puts into God to continue to be in this relationship with Mary. It's an incredible act of love that Joseph does. And I think about how because of that act, because of the fact that that Joseph continues to be with Mary, he gets to see the very embodiment of love be present in this world. He gets to be so close in that family to God's very presence, to love in flesh on this earth. 
And he gets to be witness to, the, to God being born in this world, to love being born physically in this world, and that love that is going to grow up and teach people how to love and show love and heal and eat with people and spend time with people and hear stories and all those things that we do with love, that is what Jesus does. Jesus is the very embodiment of love that shows us how to be love. So my challenge for you on this Advent 4, on this Sunday before Christmas, is to think about love. To think about all the different ways that love exists in this world, or all the different ways that love is embodied in this world and in yourself. And think about that and try and imagine what it would be like to embody love in this world. What does it look like for you to be love? For you to show love to others, not through even words, but through actions. Because we have been so loved in this world that God came to us in the form of a baby. A vulnerable, beloved child. And grew up to love us completely. And we are so incredibly loved, unconditionally, that we can spread it to others. So may we do so this Christmas season, knowing that God is with us always. Will you please pray with me? Now the birth of Jesus the Messiah took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been engaged to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. Her husband Joseph, being a righteous man and unwilling to expose her to public disgrace, planned to dismiss her quietly. But just when he had resolved to do this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what had been spoken by the Lord throughout the prophet. Look, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph awoke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took her as his wife, but had no marital relationship with her until she had borne a son, and he named him Jesus. Well, good morning. Welcome to Advent 4. It's our last week of Advent before Christmas, and like those presents are just waiting to be opened. Am I right? Underneath the tree? I've been, like, even in my own house, which is just me and my dog, I was just sitting there, like, staring at them one day, like, oh, so close. We are getting very close to Christmas. We are still in that season of anticipating, of waiting, of, um, yeah, being excited for the very presence of God to show up in this world in a baby in the form of Jesus. And we've been spending Advent this year talking about being embodied and embodiment. Talking about how um, the different weeks, how those things manifest themselves in our bodies. So Julie has been leading us through these practices where we get to actually feel the way that hope and peace and joy fit in our bodies. How they feel. And how that continues to um, spread from our bodies into the world and the different ways that those things get manifested into creation around us. It's been an exploration of what those things feel like and what those things um, allow our bodies to do and allow our world to do. And this week, as we heard, um, it's all about love. It's about the way that love feels in our bodies, the way that love helps us move, the way that um, love spreads from us into the world. And so I spent a lot of week, a lot of this week, thinking about what love is, and um, also spending a lot of time with that song with that. Um, what is love, baby, don't hurt me? That just got in your head? 
That's been in my head for a week. So, um, but I was thinking about what really is love? What does it look like? How does it feel? What does love do? Like, when we feel love, what do our bodies do? How do we react? Um, so I spent a lot of time thinking about what love really is, and I came across this video. It's from um, Soul Pancake, which was, um, I think we've seen some videos about from it before. But it was a company that was started by Rain Wilson, who plays Dwight Schrute on The Office, which I find hilarious. Um, but he started this company because he said that he was sick of discussions about religion and spirituality being, and I quote, airy-fairy and hippy-dippy. And he wanted them to be real. He wanted those conversations that you have like around campfires and like late at night in college or with your friends where you're discussing those like deep issues of humanity. And he wanted to make those discussions a little bit more accessible and a little more real and a little bit more prevalent in our society because he's endlessly curious about it. So he created this company called Soul Pancake. And it um, has many different facets to it now, but one of the things is they have an awesome YouTube channel. If you ever feel like sad or need to be inspired, just go to Soul, like just YouTube Soul Pancake and you'll find something. Um, but I found this video of people who submitted what they, what they feel love is when answering the question, what is love? So let's check it out. I see love through is the fact that I'm awake at 4 a.m. with Skype brain on my computer waiting for the Marine I married who I have not seen in 10 months to get online and being perfectly happy with this. This is what love looks like. Penelope, will you say I love durian? Despite a common misconception, true love exists. It's real. I've seen it in the eyes of my parents my entire life. I've seen it in the eyes of a single mother whom I work with when she talks about her five-year-old daughter and how she's having to work overtime just to pay for her school supplies. I've seen it in the eyes of my best friend when he told me that he used to not have many friends until we met. And then I felt it in my tears as I thanked him for ever being weird enough to come and talk to the new kid at camp, and when I remembered all the wonderful times that we spent together. I've seen it in the eyes of my AP physics teacher when he tells us the same silly story each year about how he met his wife at West Point. I've seen it in the eyes of my grandmother when she tells us how she met my grandfather on a blind date, and how they were just supposed to have a summer fling. The most powerful force in the universe isn't gravity, hurricane winds, time, or even the strong nuclear force, but rather, it's love. Soul subscribe. <laughs> Wait for it. So I was thinking about um, what love really looks like, and I loved that video because I 
enjoyed the different ways that love was expressed in that video. Some of the ways it's um, pretty stereotypical. There's like hugs and kisses in there. There's even the um, birth of babies. We get to see how that reaction plays on people's faces. And there's also things that at least I don't think of stereotypically as um, the picture of what love is. Things like riding a motorcycle or just being on the beach or kayaking or singing in the car. Um, I didn't realize how like big of an expression of love that is for me until I saw it on that screen. Like I was like, oh, I love doing that. And I love the way that we get to see love embodied in the people in that video. Of all the different things that they're doing and all the different um, things that they're saying and in all the different ways that they are just being, we get to see what love really is. And so I want you to take a moment now to think about what love looks like in your life. You can close your eyes if you want. Trust the people around you. But what does love look like? Who is that person that embodies love for you, that you have so much love for, that when you see them, it just lights up in your face? Who is that person in your life whom you love deeply? Or who is that living being in your life that you love deeply? Maybe a pet or a whole species of animal that always lights, that you always light up when you think about. That living thing that brings you joy. Or where is that place that when you get to feels like peace and pure serenity when you get to it? And you can feel nothing but beauty and love when you get there. Or what is that thing that you absolutely love doing? The thing that always brings you energy and life, the thing that helps you step out of yourself, the thing that makes your heart race and a big smile come on your face. What does love look like to you? And in remembering and in thinking about these things, what does it feel like in your body now to think of those things? And what does it feel like in that moment when you are looking at that person, when you are looking at that living being, when you are playing with them, when you are in that space that you love, when you are doing that thing that you love, how does your body feel? And what are you doing? How, are you, how is your body moving? What is happening with all of your limbs and your facial expressions? If you have closed your eyes, I invite you to open them. Or not. You do you. But I thought about this a lot this weekend, what love really looks like in our bodies and in our culture and in these spaces. And I came up with a couple um, examples from my own life. Um, First of all, I promise I will someday stop talking about her, but I got a dog this fall. And she has been a wonderful addition to my life. And I have noticed that when... I speak about my dog. I have that feeling of love, but it's the love that, like, it makes me, like, curl in and be like, she is so cute, you guys, I can't handle it. You know that love? Where, like, your voice goes up and you just, like, like your whole body, like, combusts because, like, it's just hard to handle the amount of cuteness that happens when she comes and jumps up and, like, licks my face, and then it's really gross, and I try and back her off. Um, But that's one way that my body, for some reason, shows love is, is just, like, being so excited and shaking a little bit. Um, and being very excited, and my voice going high. Another way that I thought about love this weekend was the exact opposite, where I went to a Christmas party, and instead of 
um, getting small, when I saw my family members that I hadn't seen for a while, I felt my body getting really big. You know that feeling when, like, you're ready to embrace the person that you love that you haven't seen for a while? Or you just saw 10 minutes ago. Why not? Um, And my body got really big and wrapped itself around the other person. And you get to be in that moment of tightness and of warmth and of safety and the incredible amount of love that gets to be shown in that moment, in those hugs and those embraces and those kisses between family, between friends, between loved ones. And then I was, um, I had the honor of going to a production, of, a production? Sure. Of Handel's Messiah. And it's incredible music. It was beautiful. I was in awe of the fact that this has survived hundreds of years and is still an incredibly moving piece of music. And just experiencing it um, together with good family and being able to be part of that music. But I looked up into... Um, the orchestra and the first violinist was sitting on, on the very edge and you could not deny the way that she was into the music. With every note that she played, she moved. And you could tell how, like, how loud or how quiet her violin was with how big or how small her body got. You could tell the way that the music was going to move and turn and twist because she was moving and turning her body. And honestly, it was a little distracting. But... It was a beautiful representation of the way that she absolutely loved the space that she was in, of the way that she loved the music she was playing, of the way that she loved being in that space. It was incredible to watch and see her move her body in love. And then a little bit later on in the weekend, I got to um, walk around one of the lakes in Minneapolis, and it was frozen over. And there were people, like, walking on it and playing with their dogs on it and doing some cross-country skiing. And I was walking around the lake, and at one point, I got to the opposite side of where I had been. And I looked across, and there was the Minneapolis skyline. And it was one of those moments where, like, I was just trucking along, going for a walk, trying not to fall on the ice. And then I looked up, and it was one of those (sighs) moments. Have you had one of those? Where all of a sudden, like, the beauty of the landscape just overtakes you and overwhelms you. It was that moment of just complete peace and serenity and love. It was all these moments of what it felt like and what it looked like for love to exist in this world. And so now I want you to take a second and think of what you thought of earlier when I asked you what love is. That person, that being, that place, that activity, whatever it was you thought of. I want you to take a deep breath And for the next minute or two, I want you to share that with someone around you. What did you think of or who did you think of? And how did that feel in your body or how does it sit with you? And what does your body look like in that moment when you get to be with the one you love or see the thing you love or do the thing you love? What what gets that smile on your face and what does it look like? You have a couple minutes. I'll call us back when you're done. Ready? Go. All right. So I'm not going to make you share out loud to the whole group what, um, what your discussion was, what you love, and what it felt like. But I want you to hold on to that feeling throughout this crazy Christmas season. Um, there's a lot to do right now. I find that people are often busy and hurried, and there's like presents to be wrapped, and there's Um, schedules to be figured out and there's places to go and there is food to be prepared and then eaten and there's like those weird family dynamics you know what I'm talking about 
Um, and through all of that, there is also this presence of love. So hold on to that feeling, to that, um, to that source of love within you throughout all the craziness. Because there are many forms of love. We think of love with our family and with our friends and our relationships. There's love that is an appreciation for the people and the things and the creation and the beauty around us. There is love that moves us. There's love that is also looking like putting up boundaries and making sacrifices of letting go of something or someone. Love is pervasive and it is powerful and it is beautiful. And sometimes love looks like hugs, and sometimes it looks like sacrifice, and sometimes it looks like taking a deep breath. And sometimes love shows up in very unexpected ways. In our gospel reading this morning, it's um, from the beginning of Matthew, where we hear of Joseph being told that Mary is pregnant. And Joseph, it says he's a righteous man, and he doesn't want to show her disgrace. And so he tries to dismiss her quietly. This I believe, is a form of love. It's an act of love. Joseph isn't trying to get away from Mary because of, because of his own shame. He's trying to protect her from the danger that it was to be pregnant and not married in that society. As an act of love, he thinks he needs to walk away from her, and instead what happens is an angel tells him that the act of love is stepping into this incredible risk with Mary, to step into trusting God on this next adventure. And because of that, Joseph gets to grow up, gets to watch Jesus, the very form of God on earth, grow up. Joseph gets to look at Jesus' first steps and gets to be there to help him learn and to grow. And it's an incredible act and form of love that he gets to be a part of. Because Jesus is born into this world as the very embodiment of of love, of love that is taking on human form and flesh, of love that starts as a vulnerable baby born to two, like, unexperienced parents who then, who then grows up to heal the world, to heal the sick, to eat with one another, with people, to share stories, to teach us about what love is and how to love. Jesus comes to us as the very body of what love is. And so, I ask, what, how do we embody love in this world? That love that has first come to us, that love that Christ brings us on Christmas and stays with us for our whole lives. What, how can we embody love in this world? And I can tell you that, for one, you're already ahead of the game because look at all of this. This is this incredible gift of love to those who need it. The food that will sustain them and the laundry detergent that will help them continue to warm and clothe their bodies. It's an incredible act, and this is embodied love. This is what love looks like physically, are these gifts. So how else can we step out into this world during this Christmas season as the embodiment of love? How can we spread that love that was first given to us and give it to those around us, knowing that the one who made us, that the one who comes to us in Christmas, loves us exactly as we are?